because I just see I've seen a lot of women from my past that are playing very small and they're in the background and they have desires and wishes and things that they want but they don't share them with anybody because you know their role was mother nurturing second in command whatever you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I really would love to see them just it's just a whole group together and feel our best selves and be yeah. our best selves and I think magical things will happen when we all join together and see ourselves from a new perspective. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Curiously Wise. I am Lauren Wittig, your host. And today I have a fun guest. We have been having so much fun talking to each other. I have Teresa Lysom with me. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about her before I actually say hello to her. (laughs) So Teresa Lysom An educator with years of experience has transformed herself into a beacon of hope and positivity. With several therapeutic modalities like Reiki, pranic healing, and laughter yoga in her toolbox, Teresa complements it all by a profound understanding of essential oils. Now armed with her intuition, diverse training, and a coaching certification in unleashing your superpowers, which I definitely want to hear about, Teresa offers a refreshing perspective on personal thriving. Rather than dwelling on weaknesses, Teresa empowers us to celebrate our strengths authentically. She invites us to revel in our zone of genius, embracing the unique talents that define us. Committed to leaving a healing legacy, Teresa passionately uplifts and inspires women to be their best selves, confident, powerful, resilient, and aligned. Her message is clear. Believe in yourself and strategize from a place of strength. I love that. Mm. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to Curiously Wise. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Man, that sounded awesome. You are awesome. (laughs) Own it. Own it. (laughs) I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to just really dive in. I am intrigued with the word superpowers because... I used to run a women's circle, and one of the things that I would do as a as a, an icebreaker sometimes would ask people what their superpowers were, and it was always interesting to see how they were defined. So, I really want to know how you came to discover your superpowers, if we can start there. Hmm, let's hope I can keep it pretty succinct. <laughs> so, there is a community of people that have learned their strengths after taking the Gallup Strengths Assessment. Okay, it used to be the Clifton Strengths Finder. I mean, it's kind of synonymous with the one and the same. And so I floated in and out of that community after I initially got my top five strengths. And it was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I love these. And yes, that is me, but okay. Then I put them on the back burner, didn't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. So once I kind of decided to really focus on the strengths concept as a whole and just really delve into it some more because it really resonated with me. I, you open it up, you get 34 through Gallup. And then I was able to have somebody read my strengths and tell me more about myself based on that Mm. report. And I just really loved it. It just was something that was just so powerful for me. 
helped me feel really good about myself and really confident. I saw myself in a way I had never seen myself before. Like, damn, girl, you sound good. You know, but I didn't have that concept prior to that because I was always struggling with my self-confidence and, you know, self-worthiness, that whole bag of, you know, negative judgmental self-talk. Yeah. So this really kind of helped me grab onto something to pull me up out of that. And so I just really delved into it, learned more about it, ended up getting trained to coach people to see their own set of strengths and how they've been using them organically there. Most of their life, they just don't realize it because they come so naturally to us. We think everybody has those same strengths and ways of viewing life and they don't. Those strengths are unique to us. But anyway, so I just really wanted to learn more for myself. And because I saw the power and the potential in it, of course, I want to help everybody else see their strengths and see themselves from a new perspective and really enjoy being their unique selves. Yeah, that's great. It's so funny. I I had to write down a note to go back and look at my strengths because I took that test. I don't think I ever got the full 34, but I got the top five and I read them and I thought that was interesting. And now I can't even remember what they are because I haven't gone back to them. And that's that's typical. And top five, Gallup only advocates to see the top five, but we have learned that you need to see all of them. So you have to pay to open them all up Mm -hmm. because there's patterns in there and Uh we can figure out your dominant domain and the way you see things in overall and how you approach life and how you think. And so having all of them available is even more powerful and just really spending time and embracing your strengths and getting to know them and seeing how they pop up in your life is really very powerful. I've heard some really transformative stories from other people that have been through this process and went through the training with me. Yeah, it can be very, very eye-opening, very powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's because that's something I've become really aware of is that the way I move through the world, other people find it very odd. And I find how they move through the world very odd. How do you work in the world in that way? And so that really resonates with me that that we need to all embrace our individualistic, our individualized strengths. Yeah. So, and, and that's a side note, just real quick. That's like a side benefit. Once we understand ourselves and where we're coming from and have a basic knowledge of these strengths, we could start to see them in other people. And then we start to have this concept like, oh, they don't get it. They're not thinking the way I think. So that gives us, you know, more grace for them and more acceptance of them and allowing, at least for me, it allows me to be more forgiving and, oh, they just don't think like that, like I do. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for me, that was a side benefit. And then being able to communicate myself better to somebody else who doesn't understand the way I think. It was very helpful. Gave me like a language to talk about myself to other people to give them clarity. Yeah, I can see where that would be really useful. I'm I'm married to a man who thinks in completely like diametrically opposed ways about the world. Oh my, and about life and stuff. <laughs> and I ha- oh, I do my. have that perspective that we don't think alike, but I don't 
I, I sometimes struggle as he does with me to mm -hmm. how to explain, you know, what it is we're, we're doing and why we think this is the right way for us to do it. So I, I've been talking about perspective a lot in the last year or two. And so that's, that's where I see this overlap. It's like, that's another piece of information that would give me even more perspective. Yeah, on exactly. In my life. It's just a tool. To me, it's yeah. a really powerful tool, but it's just another tool. There's lots of tools out there, mm -hmm. you know, that can help us be more self-aware. And I really think that self-awareness needs to be our starting point. And then we're, you know, more, again, more forgiving, more grace-filled towards other people once we understand ourselves in a more deeper way. And boy, couldn't we use that in the world these days? Mm -hmm. Just a little grace, yeah. just a little empathy with, or maybe empathy is not the right word, but a, a little bit of that ability to, to go, okay, we are not the same. Yeah. We are in some ways maybe very different, but I can appreciate your strengths if and, yes. you know, you could yeah. appreciate mine and maybe we can bolster each other's weaknesses in some mm -hmm. way, you know, mm -hmm. it's a conversation yeah. that's not happening anymore. Right. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to tag onto that and the thought escaped me, but it will come back. It, they so always keep do on talking and I'll, I'll <laughs> pop back in. So I'm, I'm just curious, maybe if you could share a couple of your strengths with us, maybe, maybe something that surprised you. I did have one that surprised me. It took me a long time to embrace it. So it seems the more people I talk to, some of them they really resonate with mm -hmm. and they really see it in themselves and other strengths. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, not seeing it. But yet you ask their friends and they'll tell you, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, they got that. But we don't see it because it's so natural and organic. Right. You know, like what's the saying? You don't see the forest because of the trees. Mm -hmm. So you don't see your own greatness because it's just like, doesn't everybody think like that? Right. Yeah. You How know? am I so, so different from everybody else? This is just yeah. the way it goes. And, and I didn't want to say, my thought kind of came back like, it's okay to be different. We're here to be different. We've been trained, taught, whatever. Society has given us the impression that we all need to be the same, similar, conforming yeah. in the same box. And we don't. I mean, that's totally opposite why we're here. We're right. We're here as our own unique selves for a reason, and we need to know and understand that. And that would help with that communication, like we already said. Yeah. Accepting yeah. and not judging other people. Right. Like, right. Okay, that's We can why have we're different here. opinions. We can have different ways of moving through the world. It doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong or I'm right and you're wrong. It's just different. Exactly. Exactly. And then yeah. the faster we accept that and understand that, yeah, this world will be a much better place. Yeah. And it's moving in that direction. I think yeah, we have more. I think it is too. Understanding that, and it's just going to amplify even more in the future. But I, I, you wanted me to share some of my strengths. So yeah. My first one, my number one, is input. So input is one. A person of high input loves information, loves gathering, loves sifting through information, loves collecting information, people, ideas, things, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is an awesome thing. Sometimes it could get, go bad, like everything, you know, there's yeah, a positive right. side and a negative side, 
to everything, but I'm always on this constant search for information. Mm. And then I love sharing that information with other people. You know, that's, I love that. Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes I don't understand, like, I got this cool piece of information here, but then they don't want it. They don't (laughs) receive it. Like I want them to have it, you know? So I've had to come to grips with that. Like, ask permission first. And then if they're open to receive, then I can share the information. So that's my number one. And the number one strength is where we have the highest energy. It, it really energizes us and makes us really happy when we're, you know, doing, using that one strength. And then positivity for me is really, really high. And prior to really understanding my strengths, I just thought, well, that's how I live. I see the glass is half full, you know, that whole mm-hmm. cliche type of a thing. Okay, that's just me. That's just my attitude. And, but I didn't, and I thought it was kind of fluffy and it just applied to me. And it was meaningful only for me, just how I approach life. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I understood the power of it that not everybody thinks like I do. Mm-hmm. And they can almost use me and lean on my positivity when they don't have it for themselves. So I now have learned to see that it's a real powerful strength, especially in the last couple of years. A lot of people were seeing things from a very dark, negative space, but I was able to naturally see all the good things that were happening, all the miracles that were taking place, all the positive outcomes. And when I would share that with people, they'd be like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Like, I didn't even see that, you know, or yeah, you're right. That did happen. But they weren't seeing it for themselves. Right. But it was very easy for me to focus on that positive stuff. So So that's going to lead me to ask you a question. (laughs) Okay. Because I was super not positive when I was younger and into my adulthood and into my middle ages. And in the last four or five years, I have discovered that I really like to look at the positive. Mm. It has, and I know I've been doing a lot of healing work. My mom passed in 2019 and that was a big weight on me. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And that I've released when she left. That was a, a, a gift she gave me when she finally took off. But, but I have noticed that I am really good at finding the positive. Mm. And that is not something that was my natural state earlier in life. Now, I know that some of that can happen as you just as you age, that you change your perspective, change, you get more wisdom, you've got more experience. But I'm wondering if you do see that people's strengths change over the course of time. Yeah, And there's some debate within our strengths community. (laughs) And we have had these discussions. But yes, I mean, we're, we're different people. We grow over time, right? Hopefully we want to evolve. We want to become a better version of ourselves over time. I don't want to be that person I was 10, 20 years ago, even five years ago. Mm -hmm. So yes, our strengths will shift and change and reshuffle. So some people are of the belief that, no, once you have that strength report, you just 
embrace it, fall in love with it, use it with intention. And then there's other people who are like me, like, no, there is that opportunity for shifting and growth. And there may be some point in time where you're like, oh, I know I'm a different person. I need to redo this assessment just to see how things have kind of reshuffled. And that's what I did. I took my first assessment five, six years ago, learned to love it and embrace it. That was a process. Took Mm -hmm. me some time to love some of them and embrace (laughs) and accept some of them. And then just this past year, I decided to do it again. I just was curious to see what, if anything had shifted, because I was a different person mm-hmm. than I was when I first took a, took that assessment. And yes, some things did change. There was a couple that really dropped lower and a couple that came up because mm. we really focus on the top 10 strengths. That's like our zone of genius. And some were exactly the same. Like mm-hmm. him. Input was exactly the same. It never shifted. So I'm thinking that there are those core, core strengths that are definitely an intrinsic part of us. Mm -hmm. And then there's others, like you said, I'm guessing your positivity shifted and moved up. And and our, our strengths are what we find that are important to us. Mm -hmm. So if you made that choice that positivity was going to be an important part of your life, and yes, one of that strength would have come up a lot, lot higher within that report. Okay. So, yeah, um, I think that that's a part of my quest to get higher perspective, broader perspective. I think that's where it's come from, mm-hmm. because if you narrow in on this one thing that's, you know, ruffling your feathers, you, you can't see all the other good stuff that's going on. Maybe the right. feathers are creating right. a breeze that's driving it. You know, it's like... So, yeah, so I guess I'm fascinated. Now I'm going to have to go find the book that's got my report in it. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you go to the Gallup website and if you can, you just log back in and okay. it'll still be there. Oh, okay. Um, that's good. That's and then good. you will have to pay to upgrade mm-hmm. to get them to open up the entire thing, you know, because they're going to make money. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, that's fair. <laughs> but it is really fascinating. It's everybody I talk to that, we have gone over their strengths like 99% of the time. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't articulate it before. Right. They didn't have the words. They didn't have the concepts. They just knew they enjoyed um, gathering information or they knew mm-hmm. they enjoyed learning. Learner is one of the strengths. Mm-hmm. That's up there for me as well. Or they just knew they liked to, they were really good at generating ideas. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. You know, there are people that they're just like a popcorn yeah. machine with their ideas. They can just pop them up. That's not me, but that's not me either. Some I, people I can get creative, can do that. Not that way. Now, this is interesting because I rated so relationship builder is my dominant domain. So mm-hmm. I love to connect with people. People energize me. I do my best thinking and coming up with ideas when I'm interacting with people. Me too. But I didn't know that prior to understanding my strengths report and my superpowers. So I refer to them as my superpowers mm-hmm. only because I just wanted it to be really fun. So, yeah, no, it's, I love that. I love that. So, so once I understood that, like if I'm sitting by myself and, you know, for days, I can feel my energy just drop. 
And I know now that I need to go and interact or connect with somebody online or whatever, call somebody, and then I will start to get my creativity back and I'll be more productive and my energy will be high. And it's a beautiful thing. But if I, you know, didn't really realize that, then I might have thought something was wrong with me. You know, like, oh, why am I so down? Why am, am I depressed? You know, whatever. Yeah. Now I understand that I need that balance between the two. Mm -hmm. I need my downtime, but I also need that people time. And I need to have a nice balance between the two of them for me personally. So now I'm curious because years ago I was introduced to the Myers-Briggs personality test. Mm -hmm. My mom was studying it and she, she had all of us take it. And that was when I discovered I was an introvert. Mm. So I'm wondering because... I love these kinds of conversations. They rev me up and I get, I just, I, it's like I get high. Mm -hmm, yep. You know? yep. <laughs> but I need my alone time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering how, like how strengths might, for somebody who knows that they're an introvert or an extrovert, which basically to me says, if you're an introvert, you, you get more energy from going within, having that quiet. Mm -hmm. An extrovert, mm -hmm. you need connections with others. I grew up in with two parents who were raging extroverts. Mm -hmm. My brother and I were introverts. It was made for an interesting family dynamic. But so I'm just I'm just curious about how what you what you're talking about. I don't know if you're an introvert or an extrovert, or you know, or if you even bring that into the the mix here. But because it's it always surprises me when I enjoyed this so much, but then I want to go and be by myself for a while. Well, that's, we don't really use the term introvert, extrovert within the strengths concept, mm -hmm. but I could see where it could be used. We just, that's not like a strength. Mm -hmm. Neither of those are. Right. I don't really know about the Myers-Briggs okay. um, assessment. I have heard people mention it. I might've done it years ago, but I don't remember any of that. The only piece so of it that really resonated for me was the introvert because I didn't know. I just thought I was weird. Well, see, that's talk that we, that's negative self-talk. I know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I'm just wondering, was that introvert that you and your, your brother were, was that a reaction to the fact that your parents were so heavily extroverted? Because mm -hmm. I know when my mom was around, I always felt like I was in her shadow. Like mm -hmm. she had such a dominant personality. Mm -hmm. That I personally, and maybe my siblings were too, I don't know. We never had that conversation, <laughs> but I always felt like I was in the background because she had to take front stage. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. don't know if that's something that that's, might have that's played an interesting out for thought. you. But... Yeah, my brother lives in the back of beyond Arkansas. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, really? you have to drive like out there. a long mm -hmm. way away from anything mm -hmm. to get there. And he's been there since the, the 70s. Um, yeah. I'm not quite that that much of a hermit but so I, that's interesting i never thought about that i just mm. yeah i don't so, know but it's an interesting thing to think about so i wanted to say for me like like once we have the we count up your strengths and we put them into one or two or three domains which are just categories one domain mm -hmm. is relationship builder which i already mentioned i'm a heavy relationship builder people energize me Another category is strategic thinking. So that's a person who loves to be in their head. 
who loves to think. They're productive when they're thinking. So other people might see them as introverted because they're really quiet because they need their alone time. But in their head, they're being very efficient, very productive. They got all this stuff going on in their head mm-hmm. and where they're very comfortable. Now, can that be interpreted as in- introverted? Probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's just what they enjoy doing. That's what energizes them. Yeah. Is being in their head. And then uh, the another category or domain is executing. So a person who is a high executor loves to just take action. Do, 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 and think about it later. You know, <laughs> so they get their energy from action, doing, mm-hmm. you know, processes, making lists, checking off their lists, and you know, moving them forward that way. And then there's influencers. That is a category where people love to move people forward from point A to point B. They get energized from moving people forward and they see themselves as moving forward with that person as well. So that's really very energizing Mm -hmm. for them. I rarely come across influencers, dominant influencers for me because i I don't know. They used to really intimidate me till I understood them. But <laughs> so I have a mix between the relationship builder domain and the strategic thinking. That's why I said I need to balance between those two. Yeah. I need my down alone time, but I also need that energizing people time. If you were that same or a similar way, that could be what's happening for you. Okay. Somebody could be a relationship builder high with an executor is their secondary domain. So they need people to help them take that action. Loving collaboration, loving Mm. doing things as a group, possibly. So so it just depends on how you interpret it. They they could be seen as a relationship builder or an executor. They could be seen as a real extrovert. Mm -hmm. Let's just go. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Let's do this. You know, like yeah. So that they could be labeled as an labeled as an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never really followed those okay. paths very closely, yeah. but you can see where you may, would make your own interpretation. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and I. This is one of my superpowers is putting a puzzle together. <laughs> uh, well, I you don't might know where have a ranger very high. A ranger is a strength that is a person who loves per- putting the pieces together. That's me. They love arranging. So I wonder if you have a ranger high. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that is, I discovered a long time ago that, that I have this ability to take two things that don't seem to be connected at all and find the way they are. And my son has the same way. And so I always knew what he was thinking and how he was thinking because he thinks like I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which but that's might, my favorite thing. It might be a start... joy to you, but not to him. You know, yeah. it just depends. <laughs> no, I think he likes it. <laughs> Because he's he's got interesting ideas, and they come from these odd connections that that uh, and you're that could able to be make. high strategic. So uh, there's a strength mm. labeled strategic, and they connect the dots. They can see the patterns mm-hmm. that other people might not see. Yeah. Okay. Wow. See that one surprises me because I wouldn't think of myself as strategic, but that's what I do. I see the patterns that other people don't see. Huh. There you go. Now no. you're going to have to take that assessment open up your whole assessment and we're going to have to take a look at it yes. and see if I'm right on or not, which I could be and I might not be, but we'll see. 
And it's also how they weave together. So you have these strengths. So like I said, we like to look at the top 10. That's your zone of genius. That's where you have the highest energy, the the most creative, the most, your most efficient, most productive, but they work together in partnership and where they're at in relationship to each other. So those are, that's important as well as those Mm -hmm. relationship between the strengths. Hmm. And how they create this tapestry, you know, in your life. So it's just so fun and so exciting. I it is. It's really stuff. fascinating. It is. <laughs> it is very. Fascinating. I took that test and I was like, yeah, that's interesting, but I don't know what to do with that. But but I exactly. can see now where it would be really really helpful to fine tune where I want to do my work mm-hmm. based on where my strengths are, rather than trying to do it according to the way other people are doing it. Yeah, exactly. Not working for me. Yeah, that's exactly what we try to advocate for. These are your strengths. You do everything your way, Mm -hmm. not based on what other people's frame of reference is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's one of the end goals or the end results is doing things according that align with our strengths. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that's another thing that's been in my the front of my mind lately is like, I need to just invent my own way of doing things in business. And the funny thing is, is I have to remind myself that because there's (laughs) so much there's so much information that we're bombarded with, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in the business world. You got people all the time telling you make it to $10 million a month. This is what I did. You know, they offer all these programs and opportunities for you, you to do what they're doing. Right. And so I have to like literally tell myself, no, that's their way of doing it. Like if I'm mm-hmm. creating something, let's just say a flyer or whatever that I yeah. want to, you know, or a post or something. And I'm thinking of all these other people and how they do it. And I literally have to tell myself, no, you can do it your way. That's where I came up with the superpower thing. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I want it to be fun. My daughter created the little characters. For I love it. On it. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fun. So I had to literally give myself permission to just go with that, you know, yeah. and not worry about being like other people. Yeah. So I have to constantly remind myself that. Good. I'm glad to know that because I'm just kind of getting there. I've I've been learning how to be an entrepreneur since the pandemic hit. I, you know, I knew how to. I, I was a novelist for a long time and I knew how that business worked and I, I had mastered that. And then I, I learned how to be a healer and I knew how to do the healing work, but not the business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, trust so, me, I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, so it's it, there's a maturity happening. I'm grateful for that. It's like, you know, I just need to be me and do it my way. But knowing what my strengths are would be so beneficial in terms of helping me to focus in on where I really should be focusing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. instead of going, well, maybe I could take a little bit of that, a little bit of that. No, no, no. Let me see what's my strengths. What are my strengths and wh- how can I play to those? Right, right. I, use, I like to say use them with intention. Yeah. Because they're there for us. We're, are, we are infinitely unique. We're the only person on the planet with those strengths, that lineup of strengths. And we, like, yet I need to keep reminding myself that. So I can take a piece of somebody else's process or whatever. Mm-hmm. But how can I adapt it for me? How can I yeah. play it to my strength or use it within accordance to my strengths? So, yeah, it can get really, really deep depending on how much you want to delve into it. Mm-hmm. 
know, and go with it and use them again to move us forward. And like I said, in business or in our relationships or whatever. So it can be used in multiple aspects of of our lives. Yeah. Not just business end of it. Right. Right. That's the piece I struggle with the most. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to say it is awesome within a family unit. If a family each other's strengths, I can see that that is a beautiful thing. It's it's and that's something I know intuitively I I understood about my husband and me. We have very different areas of strength, but they work together so well. Mm-hmm. You know, his are his are where my weaknesses are his strengths and my and his weaknesses are my strengths. And and because we've been together for over 40 years, we've gotten really good at playing to who can do this thing better, who you know, who should take on this part or who should, you know, plan the party. <laughs> you know, oh. that kind of thing. Well, so. well, I've been together that about that length of time as well. And we still haven't figured out. Oh, how to play together sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so well, you you guys are ahead of me. Well, I think we got lucky. <laughs> we got really lucky. But I do want to, you mentioned the word weakness, and I do want to just say that we don't use that word within the strengths community. Well, I'm just calling mm-hmm. it that because I don't know what else to call it. But we, there's these 34 strengths. Our lowest ones are not considered weaknesses. They're just not where we want to spend our time. And they might be de-energizing to us and they might actually suck our energy out. But that doesn't mean they're bad or they're weaknesses. It's just we don't need to worry about them because we have this zone of genius where we operate best from and give us the energy we need to do everything. You know, so the other strengths are just, they're there, but they're not what we are best at. They're not, they're not what we use again to, you know, motivate us or to energize us. So yeah, weaknesses is not something we focus on. We're all about those dominant ones, those higher vibration ones. I like that. That's yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's something that we, I think are not trained. In, as a culture to 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 look that way as opposed to you know we look at what what needs to be fixed what are you not doing right exactly. what is wrong with you what is wrong with this exactly and yeah. it's more and of then, that changing perspective again and then we grow up with all these negative things in our head about ourselves and yeah we at, react in a way that's not healthy for us or anybody else but yeah and i don't want to get into the society and culture as a whole yeah, right. But if we started right from the get-go, focusing on, well, what we do right at the beginning of some little child's life, you know, mm-hmm. oh my God, look at your walking and you're so good at that. Yeah, and yeah. then over time, that erodes away and we somehow shift to, oh, we need to get you a tutor in math because you're not really good at that. Yeah, You know, so we're f- more focused on, we'll say weaknesses again, even yeah. though I don't like that word, but the things that are we're not good at, and we try to buff those up and mm-hmm. make those better when we really should be just focused on those, our strengths and what we are good at and buff yeah. those up and shine those up. I mean, can you imagine if I was given that opportunity, I'd be a whole different person. Yes. You know, maybe really my literal best version of myself way before now. Yeah. Instead of waiting this long. 
in my life to get there, you know? So if somebody wants to work with you, what does it look like when you work with a client? Obviously, you have them take this test. Yeah, yeah. So this assessment is the starting point. And we do have to pay Gallup to, you know, give us this assessment results. Mm -hmm. And test set seems to have negative connotations. So mm. I prefer, assessment. and it is called an assessment. Yeah. Okay. But everybody else calls it a test, you know, but <laughs> so you do have to pay them because they have the technology, mm. they've done the research, and then they spew out that report. So that is our starting point. Mm -hmm. So anybody could go take that, just open up your wallet, give them your credit card, and they'll, they'll do it for you. It takes about a half hour. And you have, I think, 20 seconds for each question. And they give you, it's almost like an either or, this or that, you know, mm. like the spectrum type of a thing. So it's, you know, not yes or no. So that's a starting point. And then once you have that result, if you could get it to me, which you can, but, and then I look that over, I kind of pull out what I can pull out. And then we go from there. So I can give anybody a quick, you know, overview of their report. And then if you want to dig in deeper, then we would work on one-on-one -on -one. for right now. I'm trying to change that into like a group type of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I really, this can be applied to so many types of people. I mean, anybody can benefit from this assessment. So I've been really trying to hone down to, you know, like a smaller audience mm -hmm. where I can see it really being helpful. But yeah, I can work in any situation. Mm. But yeah, just get your report to me, connect with me. We can talk on the phone or over Zoom and then decide from there cool. how much more you want to get into it. Yeah. But I am moving towards women specifically. I love working with women because yeah. I think more p women need a voice. They need more self-confidence. They need to step into their own power mm -hmm. more, more so in the future. And I yeah. can see this being really positive, a positive tool and resource to help them step into their power. So, yeah, I can, I, I mean, I, I, my brain's going, oh, in this group would, in this one, they're believing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking if every kid was given that before they oh my started gosh, applying yes. for, you know, college or got to high school even. Yep. Yep. How can we help them to leverage their strengths? For sure. Yeah. I wish I had this information way, way earlier in my life, especially, like you said, as a young adult. I would mm -hmm. love for young adults, high, end of high school, beginning of college, you know, right in that mm -hmm. young adulthood realm to really know and understand themselves through their strengths. And that yeah. could kind of determine what direction they follow. Yeah. In their yeah. life. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, and I think we we get bombarded with so many things that you could do, especially now with, you know, YouTube and everything coming at us and, and socials yeah. and stuff. We see so many different ways of, of moving through the world that it gets a little overwhelming. Okay. It gets mm -hmm. a lot of overwhelming yeah. for some yep. of us. Yep. And, you know, I think back to when when you and I were probably coming out of, of college and, and even that was overwhelming to try to mm -hmm. figure out what to do. And, and yep. we didn't have nearly as many. I, I think there were plenty of options, but we didn't know about them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
So and now there's even more. So yeah. yeah. So it's I, I can just see how this is a very powerful tool. And I didn't realize it. I literally have taken that test. And I did it when I was working with a, the woman who was um, designing my website for me recently. Well, recently, five years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she said, why don't you take this? And then maybe that'll help us to kind of understand, mm -hmm. you know, what the what the focus on. And then I did that and I handed it to her and I didn't really think about it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so. Well, it's what most people do. It, it's just it, what some people will find certain things that they resonate with and then mm -hmm. they'll want to dig deeper into it. So yeah. it sounds like you would like to revisit that. Yeah. I had to go in and out of that until I decided to really get serious about it. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's it happens to everybody until they make that choice and that decision that, yeah, I really love this. I want to learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It All is right. cool. Is there anything we have not talked about that you want to bring forth? I just want to say, like I said, I love to work with women and mm -hmm. I really would like to focus more on women who are stepping into a new chapter, just like those college students are stepping mm -hmm. into adulthood, we'll say, mm -hmm. and into a career and into their lives, basically. And I'd really, I see this as a powerful tool for women stepping into a new chapter, like a new phase, mm -hmm. like yeah. there's uncertainty, there's question marks, there's self-doubt, there's, you know, maybe mm -hmm. need of a new identity. Yeah. As the previous identity is now attached to something, that old chapter. In the past, And now yeah. this new chapter, they don't know who they are because, right. you know, their identity was back, back there or maybe they need a new identity. They didn't like that one, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of where my focus has been maybe the last several months is helping women get through that mm -hmm. with more clarity and more certainty and more confidence. I love that. Yeah, I love to work with women and I want them I want them to feel better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. More confident, more more, you know, I don't know, just more, just more of yes. themselves. Yeah, for sure. So, that's a good okay. We need to we need to dominate the world more. Well, and I mean, I'm I'm starting to bring out a program probably in the spring that I'm calling Illuminated Leaders. And mm. it's aimed at women because I think that we really need to embrace how women lead mm -hmm. and bring it into the world in a ginormous way. <laughs> and so I'm very much, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I want, I want everybody to feel as good and strong and you know, powerful as they can because we need you ladies out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And not that... Like, I'm not at the end of my journey. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I see myself as this is just still a starting new journey for me. Yeah. But yeah, I like want everybody to come along. Yeah. All women to come along. Come on, we're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I just see, I've seen a lot of women from my past that are playing very small and they're mm -hmm. in the background and they have desires and wishes and things that they want, but they don't share them with anybody because you know their role was mother nurturing second in command whatever you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and i really would love to see them just let's just all group together and feel our best selves and be yeah. our best selves and i think magical things will happen when we all join together and see ourselves from a new perspective yes yeah 
And I just want to give a shout out to any woman who is going into her 50s because there's something magical about that 50th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. You really do start to Ooh, redefine yes. yourself. Yes. And I have a lot of aunts who told me that long before I hit 50. And I got there and I went, damn, they were right. Yep. Yep. And it's, so, yeah. Yeah. We can so work with you at conversation that point about that. Would be super powerful because you're looking, you're looking, what, okay, now what's next? You know, yeah, it's like, what, exactly. do I, what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Who do, what do I want to do? What do I want to bring forth into the world? Yeah. All yep. of those things that were subsumed by family and yes. raising a family yep. and, and paying the mortgage and all that. Yeah. So I just want to call out those of you who are moving into your fifties or maybe in your fifties, <laughs> you need to do this because I think it would be huge. I'm, I'm in my early sixties now. And I've kind of figured out some of it, but I still see where that's going to be hugely useful. Mm -hmm. So, yes, women yeah. unite. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let the, the listeners, I was going to say the readers, <laughs> the listeners know where they can find you. We will, of course, have all of this in the show notes, but for those who don't go to the show notes. So I, you can find me on Facebook. I don't do Instagram. I just, that was just not a platform I've ever <laughs> taken to. LinkedIn, I've been uh, there quite a lot recently. YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. You can go subscribe and follow me there. So yeah, that's probably about it right now. All right. And what's, what is your website? You have a website? I, can't remember. I do not. I okay. have a Linktree, a Linktree okay. website that has multiple ways yeah. of connecting with me. But just, yeah, you just, I'm just, my name, you just look up my name, Teresa Lysaman. Things will pop up. YouTube, you know, I have a lot of inspiring. I like to inspire and uplift people. So I have different random messages out there. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> and I do have a podcast. I, can I plug that real quick? Yes, please do. That's, it's called Evolving Women. It's just new. It's only on YouTube for right now. But I have different guest co-hosts where we just talk. We just do this. Exactly mm -hmm. what we're doing here. We just talk about different things. and try to add new perspectives for mm -hmm. other women to see things differently, plant some seeds, think about things that they might not have thought about before. So yeah, lovely. lovely. Love it. Yeah. Love this. Love you. I love what you're doing out there in the world. This has been so fun. Yes. Thank yeah. So Thank you for being here with us and, and for having this. I, I always have these most amazing conversations and I always say that, but it's always true. <laughs> I get, I am so lucky that I get to talk to so many amazing, mostly women, but, but men and women. It's just, it's been such a gift of, of Zoom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. There are amazing people in the world. Yes. Contrary to what other people might think. They're just, right. we are so blessed. So thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. All right, friends. Thank you for joining me and Teresa today for this amazing strengths focused conversation. I will, I will get the link for the Gallup assessment. I was going to say test mm -hmm. assessment, and I will put that in the show notes as well. And I invite you to go check out Teresa's work. She's, she's clearly very talented at what she does. And I, I'm really, just really happy you were here with me today, Teresa. Well, I, I, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lauren. Right. We'll see you the next time. And in the meantime, stay curious. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. 
I hope this conversation has left you feeling inspired and curious about the world around and within you. After all, curiosity is the key to growth and understanding. So keep asking questions and exploring new ideas. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and or leaving a review. It helps us be found by others. If you're curious to learn more about me or my healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, head over to my website at heartlightjoy.com. Until next time, I'm Lauren Whitting. Stay curious. Stay curious.